Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. <laughs> Come on, I know. Put your hands together wherever you are in the room and take a moment and just jump up and down or clap or change your state. Yes, I'm all about I'm that. You can't see it, but I am. <laughs> all right, so that is how you make an entrance, everybody. And Glenn, I love you for the intro. I actually talked about you today. I was describing when we met, and uh, after you sent me that cute Rise and Grind t shirt and said, So, you know, I start my day at five, and I thought, Five in the evening? He's in a five in the morning. I said, I haven't seen five in the morning unless I haven't gone to bed in years. What an odd idea. <laughs> I feel it. I know, I know, but I'll tell you what, it's 5 a.m. somewhere in the world. Um, and I love Glenn and I love his philosophy, but I'm most enamored with what he created here. Uh, I have my beautiful uh, Breakfast with Champions circle, your community, the love that you got. So I just want to first thank you, my friend. You were working overtime. Um, and then I want to share with what I'm up to. And yeah, it's funny because I don't know if you know this, Glenn, but I actually preached in church the last two weeks. What? I have been in. Oh, you did not know that? No. Oh, my gosh. I came down here, a guy named Stephen Delacruz started a church called Living Faith Church. And it's a little bit of a different church, but it's a church nevertheless. And um, he said, Would you come down and speak? And I thought, Wow, I've always wanted to do that. I own the URL Church of the Fit. I've always thought about my connection to God and what I do and how I'm. A little out there. I'm not traditional in any form, but that doesn't mean my spirituality is any less or greater than anyone else's. And I'm where I am because of my faith. And I've never really publicly talked about that. And after my first sermon, he said, they love you. Let's do this again. So last week, I took it to a higher level. And I also did what I'm going to do today. I did breakthrough. I introduced breakthrough. We call it the healing. Because one of the things as we go through life is, are we destined to struggle? You can find a lot of passage in the Bible that says, yes, yeah, struggling is great. You know, it's what most people do and they live their life and they may martyr themselves. And I'm going to go, maybe not in 2021. I can interpret it going that struggle is how you organized 
and think and strategically get to where you want to go. That's the only struggle that I need. I don't need to financially struggle or emotionally struggle or financially struggle. A struggle can just be, you know, how much more can you give? That's the struggle I want you guys to have. How much better can I be is a good struggle. And again, that's about interpretation. And one of the things that really belies how magnificent we can be as humans is what's happened to us in the past. So I have one hour and then I've got to start teaching a new training I do. And if this is at all interesting to you and you say, wow, Forbes, what I'm hearing from you, you don't publicize. I do not publicly advertise at all what I'm sharing with you guys here. I've been doing it for 28 years in my living room. It started the thing called Reaper. I have, I went through something similar. I saw a calling and I've just been quiet about it. So my students have all gone through breakthrough. Almost everyone who trains with me on any level, there's 4,000 students since June of this last year in the new program I started. And there's probably 35,000 over my lifetime. You guys have never heard of this. And you go, why? Well, because I have only so much space to be picked on as a human being. And it's like, even the way Glenn said, really? You preached? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know y'all think I'm the infomercial queen and I've got two and a half million dollars, but I don't think I did it. You don't gross a billion unless you got a direct line to God. Oh, that's a great quote. You don't gross a billion dollars unless you have a direct line. Can we quote that one? Unless I you have a direct it. line to God. I do too. We can we can we slide that out on Twitter right now. We'll tweet that out. Yeah, I'm just thinking that is I've been writing a lot of quotes. I have been really being used as a vessel to help people. I will tell you how I get used. Today I did something I am so freaking proud of. Many things I cannot share because I don't believe in sharing that. It's not about me personally, but today I will share this because someone in this audience right now needs to hear what I'm about to say. And that is another philosophy and another quote, Glenn, is that people often don't need to say something as much as you need to hear it. Oh, or you don't need to say something as much as that person needs to hear it. So this is not about me, but one of my students got on this morning. I teach a class called Make Money with Forbes, and she was really sad. And she is telling me about her, her husband's dealing with rectal cancer from Agent Orange. And the whole way she talked was, oh, you know, he's going through treatment and he's sick. And she got emotional. And she got sad. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's stop this. Said, what? I said, here's your assignment for the week. We're going to go get Carol Williams. We're going to put on Happy. And I literally put on the song Happy, and we all started dancing Happy. And I said, you were going to. I know your husband just came home from treatment. He probably doesn't feel very good. Give him a little bit of food. Let him get settled. When he is in appropriate state, turn on Happy and start dancing with him and move his little arms and start singing Happy. And you know what happens? He will get happy. The cells inside of his body go, oh, my God, wait, wait. We're not sad anymore because you can't be happy and sad in the same space. So if you are singing happy, you get happy. You've never sung that song enough. You can't sing. How can you sing happy and be sad? I'm so happy. Happy, happy. It doesn't work. And so what happens is that ignites your white blood cells and your army of cells because cancer loves misery. Oh, my God. Oh, let's hang out and get miserable about how horrible life is. And cancer has a field day, and that's it. No, I want you to go, I'm happy. And cancer's like, oh, wait, wait, we're being fought against. Now, I'm not saying it's going to kill your life or save your life, but I'll tell you what, it makes you happy. And that is more than a choice. And I, so I actually told all of my students that at noon a week, every day at noon, we're all going to turn on our Facebook Lives, and we are going to, with each other, play happy, sing and dance. Now, I said to them, if you may be in some place very inappropriate, which is your new lesson. Imagine you now have to sing and dance to happy, but you're online at the grocery store. I did this not long ago, and this is the life that I lead. I was in the parking lot of a food store, and I heard a, a song I hadn't heard in a while that just was the right beat, the right energy. I opened my door, I cranked it up, and I started dancing. And you know what? So did the older couple right across from me. 
So did the guy who was pushing all the grocery carts. I'm sure somebody walked past going, oh, they're weird, but every, almost everybody stopped to dance. What a wonderful moment. Can you imagine if you did that in an inappropriate moment and stopped to dance or just because that's what you were called to do? And I'm going to tell, I said to my students, you're going to find yourself in a very inappropriate moment. Hopefully not lying on the gynecologist's table because that would be weird. But I was thinking of really odd scenarios where you just have to turn the song on. My teacher said I have to do this. And for three minutes, I have to sing and dance to happen. What would that change in your life? So one of the things that we talk about is this breakthrough, this healing. And if, I, if you'll indulge me for a moment here, could you just get a quiet space? We will definitely done. indulge you, Forbes. Your mic, we can hear every word you're saying, but sometimes it's kind of like you go into a cave and then sometimes you come back. So I don't know if it's a headset or, or something. I just want to make am sure I, am I, can... Glenn, am I perfect right here? Perfect right there, yes. Right, I'm sitting on a table looking at the beautiful San Diego Ocean and I'm not going to touch my phone. I get very animated and I move my phone around. So thank <laughs> you for that. No problem. I do, and, and I don't know if you can record this, but would you? It, it is recording, uh, yep. Because I have never, I've never done that before, and I think it's it's an interesting exercise. Because I'm excited to open up into the world, and what I love about you is I feel that I'm in a very space safe space. I don't want to be judged. Oh, who the infomercial queen thinks that she is? I've always lived my life like this, and I've done this a lot. I am now being called to do it in a bigger way, and it's nerving, nerve-wracking. It's nerve. I don't know. It's nothing. It's wonderful. The words that you choose to say out of your mouth are the words that you hear from your subconscious, and you create your own reality. And that manifesting actually is my religion. It really is. You dream it, believe it, and achieve it. And believe me, I'm not putting down God or anything Jesus. It, that's not what I say. It's more metaphorical when I say manifestation is my religion. If you look around your house right now, you look around your body, you created everything that you see. And don't take that moment, which some of you just did. No, I didn't create it. Yes, you did. The way that you've led your entire life has led you to where you are. Decisions that you made five years ago are the reason you're living doing what you're doing now. And you can probably go back and point to some of them. I mean, go back just Glenn and I. A decision to be on my radio show, to even have a radio show, to think that I wanted that. Glenn on his journey and how he's led his life and how his children are. That has led him to where he is. And then the intersection of us and one and one became way more than two. We call that synergy. We call that leverage. I would get a pen out in the quiet space. Maybe you want to take a few notes. Because for me, I write at the word of every time I take a new training and I just spent five days in a 12-hour day training, Yes, you have to learn to earn at every level. You've never learned enough where you think, oh, I'm, I'm good. I got it all. I don't need to learn again. Yeah, you do. I learned to earn all the time. And even in the class I was in, I learned to earn what was on stage, but I also met 40 new people who are on a journey and have very close relationships. My instructor is actually here on this platform right now. We'll say hi to Doria in a minute because I'd like to invite you to join me on Friday. She does a thing called, write this down, www.doria. Fridays with Doria, with an S. Fridays with Doria, I'm her special guest. This is a legend. This is a woman that I have wanted to know forever, and she invited me to be her guest. So at the top of the paper, I would write the word surrender. And surrender does not mean to give up. It means to lean in, to lean into a new process, a new idea, to be open, to stop thinking that you know, just because of what you know, you're right. Things that you know about life may, in fact, be quite wrong and not serving you or helping you. You know, if someone when you were little told you that you were stupid in school because you maybe missed a few homeworks or were sick and were behind, you were never stupid, but you carry that label like it's a badge. Yeah, I was labeled stupid. Les Brown talks about that. He was labeled uneducatable. Les Brown, the greatest male motivational speaker of our generation, was labeled, yeah, 
I went to school and I was labeled super smart. You know why? Because my dad, who didn't go to college, but was an engineer, ironically, would do flashcards with us. And when I got to school, I could do long division by the time I got to first grade. I was not labeled smart. I was labeled genius. And what that track caused me to do was I did not believe that I was a genius at all. I knew my dad and flashcards. So I had to outwork everybody, not embarrass my father. I, to this day, am one of the hardest working, not always the smartest working, didn't always serve me, but I'll outwork you just to prove to myself and my dad, who's not even here anymore, he's gone 20 years, I still try to prove to him how smart I am. Don't want to let him down. Well, those are decisions that, those were labels placed on us, and we adopted them. Some of you are smart enough to go, yeah, no, I'm not that smart, I'm fine, or I'm not that stupid, I'm, but most of us. I talk to, you know, listen to people talk. Oh, yeah, I'm a klutz. I'm this. I'm that. No, you're not. That's a badge or luggage that you're carrying that you could easily leave at the next stop along the way. And in on the airplane, they only let you take two bags for a reason. They don't want your entire house full of crap and the garage full of stuff and the stuff you've stuffed under your bed and all the other. And here's another thing that I did, which was a fascinating experiment, was I recorded uh, a speed dating round. With the, and they all they knew they were being recorded, but they didn't know why they were being recorded. And the recording came out to we just looked at the information two new people gave to each other in an effort to possibly form a relationship. You know, I'm looking for love, I'm looking for a husband, I'm looking for a wife. So what are the first things you say out of your mouth? Do you compliment the other person? Do you say something about yourself? At what point do you start putting yourself down? Oh my God, my relationships are always just so horrible. I just attract the worst people. You, you people said that to a new prospect. And I was like, oh my gosh, how, how is this possible? They, they don't even hear what they're saying. So I've taken it upon myself to formalize my breakthrough coaching and this concept of healing. And I'll give you a couple of principles and I'll be very daring and choose someone from the audience. So think about if you would like to break free from a struggle that you have, that you just feel like you either keep sabotaging yourself or you want more in your life and you're not quite sure why it's all not working. Can you flash your mic if you're one of those people just so I can see who I'm listening, who's listening? So we have to be pretty vulnerable to be flashing your mic here. All right. So I've got Doria, I've got Lainey, I've got Molly Dara. I want to be very careful, Dr. Tom. Oh, big mic. It's interesting what I do with a man. That's interesting. All right. Well, think about if you'd like to be the volunteer for this. So let's start with a couple of principles. Number one. Now remember, surrender. You may say, well, Forbes, I don't believe that's right. I'm not asking for an argument. I'm asking you to surrender for the next 40 minutes that I've got that maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I'm not. That's the joy of surrendering. It's the only way you get to go on a new journey. And so the first one is that your memories are not real. Memories are not real. Now, I've been a student of the brain for many, many years. Uh, began when my dad had a massive accident and we spent three years in the hospital. That will certainly change your perspective on life. But the big one for me was when I was cast, Lily Tomlin, the very famous actress and award-winning playwright, you may not know that, created a one-woman show called Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe. It was on Broadway. I saw it. And I was the last one to leave the theater. I was way in the balcony because I didn't have money back then. I'd never seen anything like it. Well, fast forward 20 years, and I am an actress, and I auditioned. I've already written my own one-woman show, and they grant me all, they grant me the role. There's only one actress who's on stage for two and a half hours playing 15 characters. And they let me, they cast me, which was like, oh my God. Oh, I mean, I was like the luckiest kid in the world. You have to mime everything. There's no props. There's no change of scenery, no clothes change. So you have to play 15 completely different people. I went from my own Trudy. Trudy's like a bad lady. 
and she's like on the street and she's our whole psychology and you know she'll stand at the corner of walk don't walk and and then and then we go to uh several other characters every literally voice change body change and you had to become all of them now i'm obviously skilled enough to do that part skilled enough to do the mining like literally putting on all your makeup and changing your clothes at a gym imagine pretending to put on and have an audience look at you like get dressed and take a shower you don't even realize the behaviors you do when you take a shower that i'm now going to show to an audience at the end of the first week, I went to the director and said, please fire me. He said, why? He said, you're really good. I said, I can't memorize the play. I said, there's 250 pages here and no teleprompter. I, I can't do this. He said, no, 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 you can't quit. We don't have anybody else. You're it. I said, but I can't do it. He said, well, at least go see this guy before you quit. And he sent me to a therapist, hypnotherapist, hypnotist. And I sat on the guy's couch and I, he said, um, what are you doing here? I said, I got cast in the greatest play ever and I can't do it. He said, that's great. Go home. I said, well, no, no, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go home. I got cast. I want to do the show. I've got a six-month contract here. This is a dream come true. I just can't memorize it. He said, great. Go home. I said, wait a second. What's, I don't understand what's going on here. He said, stop saying the word can't. I said, oh, you got to be kidding me. It's not that simple. What am I supposed to say? Can? La, la. I can do it. He said, go home. I said, I I'm very confused here. I just said, I can. He said, no, you said you can, but you meant you can't. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever memorized stuff? Have you ever been in a play? Have you ever watched a concert? Have you ever seen people do this? I'm like, of course, Lily did this. Everybody, a lot of people have done it. He said, well, why do you think you can't do it? I said, well, I really thought about it that way. So I sat for a minute and I said, all right, all right, okay, I can do this. I've done it before. I can. And I finally got to a, a way I said can where he said, okay, now I believe you. And then the next question is, if I can, how? He said, well, now you're in the right place because I can show you how. As a, as a student of the brain, the brain works in very specific ways. You just didn't have a roadmap. First thing is you got to open the door to your short-term memory. You literally go in your head and open the short, you know, look around, make sure it's all cleaned out, and it's going to get ready to receive new information. Then you're going to handwrite the script. You're going to write each line in cursive writing twice and the third time in the air and then hook it to the next line. It took me 72 hours, almost consecutively, to just write this thing. Then he said, you're going to record it, go to sleep with it in your ears, and wake up with it in your ears, which is five hours every day. The play launched three weeks later. I got a review that called me a virtuoso that hangs in my wall because it's a pretty amazing review. It ran for six months, and I never missed a single word. Years later, if you ask me a line from the play, I can't remember any of the 250 pages. I remember like three lines. One of them was Chrissy, this little character she was in aerobics and, and Chrissy was like she was so into aerobics and she's like you know all my life I wanted to be somebody <laughs> now I see I should have been more specific hmm. that's pretty much the only line I can remember but I learned what it meant to access your brain then I went on a two decade long journey I'm a fully licensed hypnotist I've done stage plays I've been a magician my entire life and I got certified in NLP. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's neuro-linguistic programming, how your brain talks to your mouth. Every great salesperson has studied this. I advise you to find a great trainer and do that. The training for that was mind-blowing about the mind. Okay. So having said all that, I take all of those skills and all of this caring and, and love of people and go, number one, your brain is a bunch of energy signals, neurons, and pathways. The memories that you think about are not happening now, and they never happen the way that you remember them, because nothing is what you think it is. It just doesn't work that way. Ask two people to look at the same incident, you'll get two completely different conclusions. So if we agree for a moment that memories are not real, 
And, but what is real is the decision that you made about the memory, which is where the limiting beliefs come from. Oh, I tripped. I must be a klutz. Therefore, I won't do things that make me hurt. Oh, we're not, you're going skydiving. I can't do that because I'm a klutz. And you get this whole pattern in your head. Your brain loves cycles. It loves to keep going around the same thing. If you ask somebody, if we were doing this on a Zoom call, I would ask one of you to tell me the name of the street that you grew up on or the name of your first dog or your first teacher, and you would look up and to the left. It's a funny thing. You should try this. Ask somebody a memory that you know they have to dig into their file cabinet in the back room for, and you have to look up and to the left because that's what unlocks the brain part so that you can actually remember that. Oh, when I discovered that one, it's a fascinating. It's how you can tell people are lying. There's all kind of giveaways that people do because the brain doesn't like to lie. Your subconscious has no sense of humor. It will tell you the truth if you're asked. Your conscious is the one that's playing games with you. And so I've spent a lot of time dissecting how this whole thing works. But the most important one that comes up for me is why you do what you do. Can you shift what you do? Is behavior a thing? Is habit a thing? Is procrastination a thing? And you'll say, oh, I'm a procrastinator. What? Why? Really? You're somebody who wants to give your word integrity and then break it to yourself and other people? That's a terrible thing to be. So let's just start with the premise because I only have 35 minutes left and then I start my new training. With, if I say the word file, I'm sorry, if I say the word high school, high school, we all pretty much graduate high school. What do you think of right now? You think of photos and videos and maybe a document like the graduation certificate or a test you took, but you have it in a file. If I said first love, first kiss, you have a file for who that might have been, where you were, what you were wearing, what the smells were. Well, now, if you think about this and look at your desktop or laptop, I now this is my hallucination, guys. I'm making this up. I have no substantiation to say that your brain looks like a computer screen, but it works for me. And if it works for you, take it. If not, wish me love and move on. So you have the ability to move files, especially on a Mac, all over your screen. Well, you have the file ability to move files all over your brain if you wanted to. If you really want, if you go to a high school reunion, man, you move that high school file up to the front and you're going, wait, what did that person look like 30 years ago? Oh, I can't believe that they're still here. And all of a sudden, feelings will come up. Songs will come up because that file, you'll start to open up the file within the file within the file. It's fascinating to watch, right? You ever notice on a screen you can put one file in front of another? You were looking, where's the file go? Oh, I put it behind that file because I didn't really want to think about it. Funny thing about the brain, you take a really bad file, like an accident, a breakup, a molestation, a rape, and you put a big bow on it, and you put it right in the center. You don't want to forget that file. I don't want to forget that one. And that's often what you tell other people because it's had a bad reaction on you. But you, could you imagine taking that bad file? putting it in the corner and putting a birthday picture over it so you never really think about the bad thing again. It's a funny little thing. You can do this with your brain. I do think some of this needs to be guided so that you can get rid of files. I did it the other night live. Doria watched it. A uh, woman had a really bad, horrible incident. We just pushed it away and made it the size of a postage stamp and put it behind a very big, happy file. And when your brain goes to access, because your brain is a lot like driving on a road. There are exits that you can get off. If I'm driving on the freeway and somebody says, oh, think about dad. Boom, I'm going to get off and now I'm going to think about dad for a moment. No, no, wait, get back on the freeway. I want you to think about dad at your first birthday. That's a different file. And that's how you access them. Well, if you block one of the roadways, you can't get off on it. You don't really think about it the same way. I'm going to take a little second and let that digest. At some point, I should write the book about this. Now, all I want to do now is going to open up another concept. 
that there's an operating system for a computer. Some people, it's OS, it's Jaguar, it's whatever it is. There's an operating system to your hard drive as well, to your head, to your brain. And it seems to be that you create this operating system about the age of four. And if you have kids, you'll notice that kids don't remember very much. It's kind of a funny thing. My kids are now 18. And unless I show them pictures of certain things, they have no memory of what happened the first 10 years of their life. Very few memories. They have no hardly any memories before four. So I'll ask you what your first memory is. And I would like you to do this as an exercise for me so there's no cheating. I'm going to ask you all right now, what is your first memory in life? Could you take a moment and just write it down and make a bullet point so that you know what it is? And there's a real reason for me saying this. What is your first memory in life? And so let me go to the room here and look around. And who would like to play with me now that you've heard all of this? Just flash your mic. And everyone's going, I'm not flashing. I don't want to flash. I see, I see Kendall. All right, so I've got Kendall and I've got Linda. All right, you know what? Let's, let's go with Kendall. Kendall Myers, Mr. Hey, Overcomer. Yes, ma'am. It's now, a Kendall, pleasure to talk to you as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. You're in a very loud environment. What's in the background for you? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm driving on the highway. Okay. So I love, okay, Kendall, yes, I love that we've connected. I'm going to give you a free pass to come to a Sunday class of mine. I cannot do this while you're driving because you're liable to get emotional and I don't want you to get distracted. Is that okay? Absolutely, thank you. You are very welcome. So private message me and I will do something lovely for you. This, your safety is the most important. Linda, you have a picture of your dog. I think that's an interesting conversation. Hi, Would you Hi baby. Miss Linda Hi. Sims, do you have to shave that mustache? <laughs> do, I, do I have to do what? I'm looking at a picture of a dog. It's all I can see, but I hear this cute voice. I feel like I'm in a Disney movie. <laughs> That's my daughter's dog. She, she... Jack came forward has increased its sales by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Hey, Jeremy Downing here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but... 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean Paul Guidry here. And I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%. We went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works. I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I want to open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. She didn't like my profile picture. She thought I should have smiled in my profile picture. So, so she rolled. wants her dog there. Okay, so Linda, this is an interesting <laughs> conversation. Linda, are you in a very safe space? I sure am. Excellent. Is there something that you're struggling with that you would like to overcome? Oh, my goodness. You know what, Forbes? I heard you do this in another room, and I just thought, phenomenal. And I think the person didn't even know it was going to happen, so that was even more phenomenal, I think. Uh, so... Oh my gosh. Um, am I struggling with something that I need to overcome? That's a good question. 
Let me think about because I even thought about that then when you said that to her. Well, I'll just, you know say, what? I'll just say this. I've been in a hotel for three months because of a house fire. So I need to overcome me living in this hotel for three months. Okay, actually, you don't. You're just under a lot of stress, and I think that's an interesting conversation. I also think it's interesting that you have a dog as your profile picture because this particular... No, no, but listen to me. How you do something is how you do everything. And that's an important thing to know. You know, I don't think that we all love on each other enough or have enough positive push. And for your daughter to say, Mom, I don't like your profile picture, I don't like your smile, is a very negative thing. And that's one kind of a thing that shuts you down. And kids can do that so quickly. My daughter and my son, who I love more than life itself, can push my buttons and I can scream at them. Even I have all of these tools in my in my head, in my little arrow thing here. I got all these great tools I could use, but I just start screaming back. So just so you know, number one, don't judge me because I, I'm like my mom. Do what I tell you, not what I do. I walk a very, very good line. I practice as much as I can in my own life, but I am human and I don't like to be judged for not being perfect because that would make me human. But I'm going to say, Linda, on this platform, I would put your face back because I'm talking to a person. We only have your face here and a dog sells you short about how much compassion we can have for a woman who's living in a hotel after dealing with a fire, which is everybody's worst nightmare. So give yourself a big round of applause. And a big hug for just being a strong, brave, amazing woman. Okay, is that, will you accept that? Linda, you have to unmute. Oh, yes, absolutely. I was trying to change my profile picture. I was trying to do Oh, no, 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 yes. well, Okay, you can, you, I'm fine at the moment. Keith, stay unmuted if you would. Stay connected okay. to me for the next few minutes so we can play this game, okay? Okay. All right, so let's just have some fun. And that's all, by the way, I have no expectation. And this is another thing you need to know. When you're doing this kind of work, and I'm now training other people, I don't have an expectation. I have an expectation that we're going to spend 10, 15, 20 minutes together, and whatever it is that the universe wants us to accomplish, we will. And as long as we're open and honest with each other and have a desire to uplift, do I have my, do I have permission to do this work? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's an agreement. Your brain has to go, yes, I'm now going to to dive into this. And there's a really interesting thing about the word permission. Very often you guys give advice to other people before they're ready to hear it. And then you wasted all that energy. You might want to say, are you ready to hear this? Are you willing to shift? Whatever it is before you give advice, ask permission so that your advice, because it's probably very good advice, is not wasted. All right. So within this whole realm of what we're doing, I want you to get very relaxed, put your feet on the floor, take a big breath. <sighs> Life is good. You survived the fire. Don't even worry about that at the moment. But I got to tell you, you're here. And we're excited that you're here. That's an important thing to know, and your kids are proud of you for being here. Your daughter is. What's your first memory in life? Uh, great. Um, no, no. What, what did you say? You said, what is my first memory in life? Uh-huh. A happy life. No, no, no. I didn't ask you how you felt about it. I asked, what is, the, what is your first memory in life, for real? What are the first thing you remember? I, I would say... My first memory? I don't know why. I just have this memory of... Okay, of so now stop a... for a second. Wait, hang on. I got another caveat. You all need to hear this. In my world, you can't ever, ever say the phrase IDK. It's a mortal sin in my world. It stands for I don't know. <laughs> when you say, guys, I'm dealing with the brain here. I'm not talking to your, your conscious. I'm talking to your subconscious. I'm talking to the part of your body that is the reason you're here. Your conscious is not why you're here. Your subconscious is. Your subconscious beat your heart, has your your poop moving through your body, has your cells doing its thing, move, you know, breathing air. You have nothing. I don't even know how we survive. 
because your brain, your conscious has nothing to do with it. You're off tootling around and your subconscious got you. Remember ever being in a trance from driving from point A to point B? Technically, you were unconscious and your subconscious was driving. If you're a mom, do you remember what day you made your baby's fingers? No, I have no idea. I have twins. I was. Compl- I have no idea how that happened. Something inside of me, some beautiful force made babies while I was off doing Facebook, okay? So when you say, I don't know, that's the conscious literally putting a gun to your subconscious head and go, just don't tell anybody. Play dumb, okay? Uh, you're you're kind of, uh, it's, it's not as clear right now for me. I don't know if it's um, for everyone else. It's kind of more like an echo, kind of muffle echo. Sorry, I just had to move my, had to move my chair. Is this better? That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so please never, for your own sake, say that phrase. Just pretend you know, or figure it out. Just don't, just don't verbally say it out loud. You know what, Forbes? I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what you did in the other room, and I don't think the person knew what was coming. And, oh, I don't end, know what's coming, Linda. 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 Yes, I and know. Let me okay. I, I'm let gonna, me tell I'm you something. Relax into it. I, I'm gonna relax into it. Okay, I'm here. Let me tell you something, my beautiful girl. If nothing else that comes out of this, just know that you have been through a trauma recently my worst nightmare and there's a reason that you and i are talking i believe and i don't and i don't need to and and the universe or god ever you want to call it just spoke into my ear there's a lot of people i could have chosen for a lot of different reasons and i'm going to tell you that us talking is so meant to be to serve you and if at any point it doesn't serve you we don't have to do anything that doesn't work for you okay Absolutely. Yes, I just still had to tell you how I felt. I was just just giving you my truth right right then and there. And and I love it, but I would say cancel, 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 cancel. I'm not nervous. I'm just excited. I'm energized. How about that? Yeah, my 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 belly is vibrating. This is good. That means something's about to change. <laughs> Status quo is bad. All right. So give me your first memory in life. My first memory. Oh my gosh. Church. How about that? How old are you? Oh my gosh, I mid fifties. That's your first memory when you're fifty. You said how old? Are I? No. How no, old are you? Probably the... about thirteen. Thir- thirteen. Thirteen is your first memory in life. No, not in life. You just said what's your memory? So I'm thinking. Uh, no, no, no. Memory. I very clearly do not change my words. I very clearly said what is your first memory in life. But think about how you changed it and heard it. Because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to control it, as you can see. I have another philosophy about the word trying. If you're in one of my trainings, I make you do five push-ups every time you say the word trying. So, Linda, you are so getting a free several thousand dollar coaching here. Go with it. What is your first Now, guys, everyone else who's listening, you're listening for a reason. This is not happening to Linda. It is happening for you. I want you all to take a moment and go, wow. When's the last time somebody said something and I heard it the way I wanted to hear it because I was too busy being nervous or excited? They said something and it didn't land the way they meant it. I heard it completely different and there was a miscommunication. This is how marriages end all the time. This is how people break up partnerships. I said something and you didn't hear it. Well, no, because you were too busy doing your own thing. (laughs) Absolutely. I hear you. What's your first memory in life? My first memory, oh my gosh, it's of... Uh, well, you keep here. saying, oh my gosh. This is the third said, time oh you said, gosh. oh my gosh. Now, what does that mean for you? 
because there's so many different memories. I have so many different memories. So it's like, okay. No, you I... don't. No, actually, Linda, you don't. You have one. Go way back to the beginning. Take a breath. I need you to relax a little bit. This is fun to do. Take a breath. Okay. You only have one first memory. You only have one first kiss and one first lover. There's not a bunch of them. It's one. What is it? My first memory would be of my my dad calling my name, saying, hey, love. That, that, and my mother calling me, hey, love, anytime I come into the room. And what decision did you make about life based on that moment? That I am love and I love Ooh. myself. That's beautiful. Now, how easy was it to find that when you really thought about it? Okay, that's a beautiful decision to make. Did your mom and dad stay married your whole life? Yes. Beautiful. Did you experience any sort of trauma between the ages of five, five six, seven, and 15? No. Really? No. That means you got a, if you have not experienced anything, you've got a pretty darn good life. What do you do for a living? I'm a licensed financial advisor. Are you successful? I sure am. Pretty darn successful. See, now that makes a lot of sense that Hey Love would be a successful person. You married? Uh, divorced. Okay. What kind of guy did you choose? Very successful, type A. Um, you know, I guess I was going to say similar to me, type A's. Um, successful. Okay. Um, and then why did it end? Um, oof, wow. Wow. Um, infidelity. On his part? Yes. Notice I had to ask any of the one of you. Were you so busy? We I, notice I had to ask that. Were you so I didn't I didn't uh, were you so into your work that you neglected him? No, not at all. Well, that's interesting. Why do you think he chose infidelity? Um, because that's what he. Oh, see, I don't want to talk about negatively about someone that can't can't um, be here to to speak up for themselves. I, I just want I just I just want one sentence. I don't want a whole story about him. I just yeah, want yeah. there's a there's a thing about there's a thing about people who choose I just want to understand how you fit in the equation, not really him. But is it something that he was prone to do? Yeah. But did you know that when you married him? Of course. Well, okay, now back up for a second to you. Of course you knew of that? Of course. I knew that. And you chose to marry him and say, Why well, you're gonna my one and only anyway? But see, sometimes, Forbes, sometimes people think that I am the one, you know, so re realistically you think, okay, well, that's how they were, but you're the one that they would not do that. So you were willing to, now let's go back to your hard drive. So your hard drive is, hey, love, you, now, this is ironic. You guys, Ooh. if you're listening to this, this is not typical. Most people's first memory leads to a bad decision. So let me explain this real quick, is that. I had two clients who fell out of a tree when they were younger. So it's not what happens. It's the decision that you make about life. And I want all of you playing along to look at what you wrote down as your first memory. And would you all take a quick moment and write down the decision and pretend you know the decision, the decision that you made about life based on that moment. Write this down. This will be very valuable. And I will tell you, I will do a couple of you guys. I can just do this written down as a healing. If you just private message me, either on Instagram or right here through Backtrack. 
and write down the decision you made about life. Let me inform you that that decision that you made at that moment, no matter what actually happened, is a decision that is the, is the hard drive of your entire life. And so many of you have a moment of, I'm not heard, my parents are fighting about money, so I grew up, I want to be a financial advisor, or I grew up being a hoarder. All of this came from this first memory. Now, your first memory, like all other memories, is not real. And if your first memory was traumatic, if you were hurt, raped, molested, tortured, I have a lot of those at four years old, people are dealing with horrible things. And so they've decided to close themselves off. I can, If you imagine if you've been molested and your decision about life is I can never trust anybody, you want to be in a relationship with that person? They can't ever trust anybody. I'll bet if we dove into your ex-husband's past and discovered his, his probably had something to do with he either has to prove himself, and it could be to a father or a mother, or I'm always looking for love. That may And, and I actually, we did this with him, and it'd be interesting to do it. We won't. But I've done this with couples who didn't realize they were, I was doing this with each one of them. Um, the thing that drove them crazy about the other was stemming from the first memory. There's usually this aha. That's what Glenn Lundy had is like, Oh my God, I didn't realize I was doing this because of that. So I'm going to walk down the path. Two of my clients fall out of a tree. They both break their leg. First one, a little boy, and strangers take him to the hospital. So his first memory is I fell out of a tree, broke my leg. The What his decision about life is that people are really amazing, came to help you, and he became a pastor and has a very loving, gracious life. The second little boy fell out of a tree, same exact story. Only his decision about life when strangers took him to the hospital, he's like, well, screw mom and dad. No one's ever there when you need them. You can't trust anyone. And that person has lived an absolutely horrible life on so many levels. Addiction. It's, it's, been, it's not good. You can't live a life on the hard drive of you can't trust anybody. They're always out to get you. But that's his entire hard drive. You can ship somebody's hard drive, which is really fascinating. And I'm not going to, in this particular case, you don't actually need your hard drive shifted. You need to understand that you were so loved, little Miss Love, that you thought you could change it. No, but this is interesting. This becomes yeah. your thing that you discovered, I'm sure, that you don't change people just because you're the one. You're the one to mom and dad. But he was never going to just settle for the one. Right? Yeah, he, he would now, though. Okay, well, this did are you back with him? No, no, no. But he realizes he made a horrible mistake. Absolutely. But I get that you see you're successful in business. That's what most people on this platform want. They want to be successful and successful in love. So the next question is, when you go to look for love for the next time, I'm in love the second time, and the second time has been spectacular. I what have you it. What, you have it? Yes, uh-huh, I do. Congratulations. What did you end up with? A fabulous person. Just um, just everything. Just everything I want, but I, I'm, I don't want to be married. That's the crazy part. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a different conversation about your interpretation of marriage. It's irrelevant. You can be with somebody the rest of your life, and that piece of paper, may you may have you know, assigned a meaning to that word. That's horrible. It's okay. That doesn't, that's not what I'm talking about. But you just said something very important for everyone to hear. I got everything I wanted. This time around, let me tell you, let me, let me play some words that is part of what do you have? Do you have someone who cherishes you? Absolutely. Adores you? Absolutely. Thinks the world begins makes, and ends with you? Makes me laugh, all that, yes. 
This is awesome. This all comes from your hard drive. I'm very proud of you that you thought to find somebody who is all of those things because you can't settle for anything less, can you? Nope, not, not at all. Because you are love from mom and dad and you're the center of the world. And I think it's awesome. Oh, thank you, Forbes. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. You're amazing. Well, thank you. So the healing today, and here's the other irony about our conversation. You wanted, not what you didn't want, you wanted this to not result in crying, yelling, and screaming at a pillow, correct? <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's what healing sometimes goes, guys. Let me tell you something. We get to do this again, and there's other healings and other breakthroughs. But she wanted something, and she got it. This is the crazy thing about life. I never do a healing like this. I never do a calm, wonderful. But what we did was the lessons that we all learned from this healing was that moving forward, one, if you want something, write it down. Architect what you want. And when you find it with the clarity that she has, and you, Linda, you have massive clarity. Yes. But I, now I, I would I ask, how did the fire, I'm going to do two more minutes here. How did the fire start? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, I am a good cook, say this, first. so I was cooking, <laughs> so just so you know, I was cooking. My daughter was still, she, she didn't feel well. She came home from school, and I said, just go on upstairs, and I'll bring you your food, and so I was so probably focused on her and bringing her her food and making sure she was okay that um, I, something must have caught on fire on the uh, stovetop, and so as I'm up there talking to her, all of a sudden, she, you know, says, do you smell something? Um, go downstairs and the cooktop, you know, the, the cabinets are on fire, et cetera, et cetera. Just, uh, actually, she said it was one of the best days of her life, actually, or that day. Why? Because, uh, because it was exciting. The, the fire trucks were there. You know, they were so nice. She said I had, hadn't even realized how nice firemen were. You know, maybe we'll be on TV with all this excitement. So she was just kind of funny. And then uh, she got out of schoolwork. Isn't that interesting? That's ironically <laughs> something that she wanted. Well, I'm glad that no one was hurt. Yes. And you're laughing about it, which is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Congratulations. I, would everybody just flash the mic and give her a massive round of applause? I'm so proud of you. And the world just wanted me to connect with you because I needed to hear yes. your message. The way you're dealing with it is spectacular. Yes. Guys, this is how we learn and love. I'm going to give you big kudos, Linda. Reach out to me. Now go change your picture because I love Scruffy, but I want to see your face. <laughs> Coconut milk is his name. Coconut, Coconut name. milk. Coconut milk. Oh, my gosh. You are yes, just too darling. You Guys, are so you, awesome. Well, and I live for that, to be honest with you. That is one of the things that has changed my life. Is that, And I think this is for all of you in business. I've grossed a lot of money in business. I've had a lot of successes and a whole bunch of failures. And, and money comes and goes, and I didn't grow up with any of it. And now I have a nice amount of it and we certainly enjoy having more of it because it's a fun thing to get. It's a bit of a game. It also allows you, like I just lived in Costa Rica for two months without having to stress. Somehow also not having a dog allows you to have that freedom. And as much as I love dogs, I'm sacrificing that part of my heart right now. So I have utter crazy freedom. But I'm loving the thank yous. I teach classes. If you guys want to know, it's all in my bio. But I love the testimonials and the, that accolade of how I changed your life is apparently what I've always been looking for. It's why I don't act professionally as much anymore, because that was all about me getting awards and me being famous and me making money and me, 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 me. And then God hit me upside the head and said, yeah, what about the word you? And I'm like, you? And he said, no, not me, you. I know that's a bit of a joke. 
but I leaned into other people. One of those people is on stage right now. And Doria, I would love you to pop on for a second because you and I are going to get to you, – you just changed my world. Now, here's a crazy thing about the universe. Are you in exactly the right place that you're supposed to be? The answer is yes. You're always in the right place. But this is terrible. Great. Find the life lesson from it. I don't believe that things happen for a reason. I believe things happen, and you're better served to find the reason. She's laughing about her kitchen burning down. Do you enjoy that? I think that's just spectacular. What a great lesson for all of us to learn. You learn more from failure, but most of us avoid it like the plague. Think about that for a second. You learn more from failure, but most avoid it like the plague. No, I just want, I want it to all go right. Well, you don't learn lessons. Life is about lessons. Life is about so many more things than I realized. One of my mentors is here, Miss Dame Doria. Do you want to pop in for a quick second, my love? Aloha. Aloha. What did you think of what we just did? Oh, so beautiful. I, I, I wanted to just say um, thank you to Glenn and to Sarah for, you know, having me on the stage. I always feel honored. So beautiful work. And, of course, I loved it because it just, that is the key. That is the key for us to have peace is to be able to turn those horrible moments and, uh, you know, and to be able to accept them and laugh about them. And I love that work uh, and I love your heart. Well, thank you, my beautiful new friend. And here's how, here's the value of where you are right now. I just want to edify the room and everybody here spending their time. What you want to do is take a moment and look around, look up, left, down, right. Spend some time perusing bios. Definitely go to Instagram. Your partner is here. Your next lover is here. Your best friend is here. You just don't know it yet. And so Doria and I have been gracing rooms for a while. I certainly loved listening to her. I did not know her. But there was some synergy. We traded phone numbers. She actually called me, but I've been a little on the road and a little crazy. And I'd let that slip. But the universe kept not – the universe is funny. When it, when it wants something and it makes sure that you get it, it keeps pushing. And you all know that moment where it's like, oh, wait, oh, all right, I'll do that. And I'm with my favorite photographer, Ann Landstrom, who I will tout till the end of time. Being She started out as my student, ended up with me in Costa Rica. She's a brilliant branding photographer. I almost want her to be so busy with your headshots and branding shots that she doesn't have time for me, <clears throat> but that she'll always have time for me. The shot that you're looking at there on the top three on my Instagram are all hers. Please go to Instagram and love on her. Uh, these pictures are, they capture who I am at this moment. Glamorous, fun, dynamic personal in perspective she got it all oh my gosh i'm so excited and she said well there's this class called money and you that you should take that no not that i should take that she's taking and i thought oh my god and really you're taking another class please stop hiding behind all these trainings and if that was for you to hear you just heard it how many courses have you bought that you've not taken how many things that you've signed up for i'm all about finishing happiness is finishing i have a new training tomorrow starting called gsd get shit done Every month we get shit done with for GSD with Forbes. First month we did this, we got an ebook done in four weeks. Second month we got a, an online course done in four weeks. This month starting, and you can only join at the beginning of the month, which is tomorrow. We're getting a funnel built, and you're going to understand funnels from one of the best funnel masters in the world. Next month will be how to manage your database and email marketing. Then had a hot, and every month we're getting shit done because I no longer want you to get a course that doesn't result in a result. That's a crazy thing, but that's my passion. I, I can only get thank yous if you're like, oh my God, Forbes, thank you. I have a course. I have an ebook. Now I'm getting a funnel. I'm making money. And that's the thank you that I want. That's my currency. So uh, Doi was teaching this class. I called her just to see if Anne was taking the right class. It was really kind of sneaky because I was like, if this is not a good class, Doi gets on the phone 
I've never talked to her personally, and I fall in love. And then she does something crazy. This is a very expensive training. And she graciously said, Forbes, would you be willing to join us? And the irony is it was not about the money for me. It was actually the bigger, the bigger payment for me was time. I have, I'm, I've got eight things I'm booked on today and almost every day until the end of the year. And she said, can you give me four and a half days? And I thought, or three and a half days, the answer was obviously no. But when she said, could you do that? The answer came out, yes. And then I had to go back and reschedule everything. And God had me in the right place because, Doria, the training is amazing. If you want more information about it exactly, reach out to me privately and I will get you the information because I want her to know that she came through me. I, I want her to understand that us talking about it is the payment back to her for being so generous. Yes, Doria? Oh, I just wanted to say I... I am absolutely, I love rooms like these because uh, together as a community, we're moving the world from scarcity to sufficiency so that you can all experience abundance. So, you know, the work that I've been doing for over 42 years is based on the teachings of Mr. Fuller. And uh, Clubhouse is such an interesting place. And like what uh, the beautiful thing Forbes was talking about, look up, look down, you know, and look at all the beautiful you know, people around you and really begin to connect because you never know who is here that can really support you. And collaboration is key. You know, it's time for everyone to let go of competition. Uh, we learned that over 40, 42 years ago. You know, we were having a conversation with Forbes last night and she said something about, uh, you know, do people copy your program, take things from the Money in You program? And, uh, you know, sometimes people do, and we kind of follow up. But then there's others who ask, and then we collaborate and we support each other. So, like, I just wanted to just add to everything that Forbes is saying and others will say, is that think of all the people that you can join venture with, collaborate with, and remember that new, my new definition of wealth is having access. Access to networks, access to people, access to cash, access to investment, access to knowledge and to expertise. So when, when uh, Forrest was talking about this class, about getting things done, you know, it is absolutely, it, it is so brilliantly done. And it's like, let's get it done. And, and, and just allow yourself to be wealthy, allow yourself to create the level of success, allow your disturbability to go through the roof. So with that, I thank you. I'm Doria and I'm complete. I love you. Hey, Glenn, I'm going to give the mic back to you. I know it is time to end. Can I just play a song, a little bit of a song that was playing on the car that I rented when I came? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. was that a yes? Yeah, yeah. I said, of course, of course. Coming through real choppy, Forbes. You can hear it.
And I will leave you guys with that. Glenn, thank you so very much. Thank you, Forbes. I so appreciate you being here. And thank you, Linda, for doing this with Forbes. It's been really, 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 really beautiful. Forbes, you have a, just such an incredibly powerful spirit in the way that just like listening to how you listen. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Did you listen at how Forbes listens? Like she listens with such intention, such a desire for connection and to serve. It's just a, it's a servant heart. It's a, it's an incredible skill. And I'm just so thankful that you were with us today, Forbes. Thank you so much. You know, Glenn, I'm going to, I actually need to start my class. I would offer up, and this is for you and anyone here, if we would like to do a breakthrough, it could be a breakthrough a week, could be an hour a week. I know you've got a pretty amazing platform here. If that's interesting at all, could because Linda's was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. They're not all that way. And I think that people need to hear. And as I'm working on this healing movement, if that's at all interesting to you, if not, don't worry about it. But if it is, I would love you to either ask Glenn, say, because I think there's some people out here, I can just feel you, that need a breakthrough. And if I can be of service, remember, there's no charge here. However, if you guys do want to reach out to me this weekend, I do a live in person, not live at the moment, I'm doing it over Zoom, 14 people only. I do it once a month. That is intense. It's powerful. If something is really stopping you, if you have really been hurt, guys, if you're somebody who's been raped, hurt, molested, please don't live with that. They're not thinking about you, but you can't stop thinking about them. That is fixable. 100% money back guarantee fixable that you never have to deal with some of the things that have been hurting you and you've been carrying around forever. I live for this. And so, Glenn, I'm offering it for free here as an hour a week. I don't know. Think about it because I think it's work that just needs to be done, and I'm happy to be the servant to do that. I love that, Forbes. Thank you. That is an incredibly generous offer indeed, but that doesn't surprise me because that's who you are. You lead by serving every single time. Thank Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.